Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Welcome back, everybody. Happy February. Happy Chinese New Year. Happy Black History Month, Malv. The year of the tiger. <laughs> well, there's so much to talk about. Let's see how much we can squeeze into this episode, yeah? Mm-hmm. First things first. We got some all-star news. And Malv, Andrew Wiggins has been voted a starter for Team LeBron. First-time all-star, first-time starter. What are your thoughts? This is disgraceful. <laughs> why, why is this happening? Hey, listen, 18.3 points, 49% from the floor, 41% from three. Yeah, sounds like a good reserve to me. Who is the snub? <laughs> CP3 and Booker. Neither of them are an all-star. I mean, a starter, you know, and that's disrespectful. I would have to agree. Uh, my heart says Luca. <laughs> you love that pool. Yeah, but my mind, my mind says Devin Booker. He should have been a starter. Look what the Suns are doing right now. Someone needs to be represented from the best team in the league. Yeah. So, um, Wiggins has deserved this, but yes, I, I think more in the reserve role. I'll agree with you there. Trade up. All right. Well, the rest of the Team LeBron starters, we got LeBron, Steph Curry, Nikola Jokic, and another first-time All-Star and first-time starter, Ja Morant. That one seems pretty that's legit. That's it, bro. We get that. That's the Memphis love there. See, that's the difference between him and Wiggins. Like, Ja, ja like, is the number one man on his team, but at the same time, his team is putting in work as well. You know, like, no disrespect to Wiggins or the Warriors. The Warriors are going to smash because who they have on their team. Curry, Draymond, Clay now back, even though there's injuries. Like, they're always going to be a top team, you know. But for the Grizzlies, like, how many years? Like, they've always had, like, that pride, but they could just never get over the hump or they never had that one, like, superstar player. You know, Zach Randolph, O.J. Mayo, who else we got from Mark there? Gasol. Mark Gasol, but superstar. Like, no offense to Mark Gasol either. He, he's not a superstar. Like, Jaws is a superstar in the making already, you know? Currently, I think Mark Gasol is the best Memphis Grizzlies player, but I think Jaw has the potential. He has the ability to pass him. For Team Durant, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan. How do you feel about that? I think it's solid, but we still have a couple missing. Like, we're going to bring it back an example with the Suns. Where, where's the Bulls love? Where's some Heat love, you know, and the starters? I don't see him. We're missing some Zach Levine, some Jimmy Butler. So those are your snubs for Team Durant. Is Kevin Durant, what's going to happen with that position too? I, I think that they're going to have to, like, just boost up from the reserves. They're going to have to pick somebody to be, an uh, like, alternate starter. If I'm not mistaken, I think the commissioner picks an injury replacement, so... Let's see who he picks. Hopefully Silver picks correctly. Kevin Durant is going to miss the game. What about LeBron? Is he going to miss the All-Star game? Well, I'm, I'm, if they're still swelling in his knee, I say, like, yeah, just take the precautions. You've already played, like, every fucking year. Just take some time off. You know, watch it from the sidelines. Get some wine, you know. Yeah, a little vino, <laughs> huh? Get some vino. This is the first know? time I think both captains will probably not play. We're speculating right there. But, well, right uh, now, but it's looking like it, you know, and especially now we're getting closer to the end of the season. You have to take those. I know, like, all the fans, we want to see these guys playing, but if you're a fan of the team, you don't want to really see them, like, just putting another, like, show. You know, you want them to save that energy. 
All right. As for the All-Star Reserves, they will be named on February 3rd. I'm going to go ahead and list my team LeBron Reserves. Let me know what you think. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Luka Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, DeJounte Murray from the Spurs, and Carl Anthony Towns. Get out of here. What? I was okay with all of it until you brought Carl Anthony Towns. I think Minnesota's turning a corner. Uh, My honorable mention was Anthony Edwards. He made the uh, rising Give it to him. (laughs) Give it to the sophomore. Don't give it to Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Seniority there. Seniority there. Team Durant. For my reserves, LaMelo Ball, Jimmy Butler, James Harden, Zach Levine, Cleveland Cavalier, Jarrett Allen. No. (laughs) Jason Tatum. Fred Van Vliet, and DeMontis Sabonis. Hey, I just want to mention this real quick. DeMontis, his dad, was Arvidas Sabonis, probably one of the best European players ever. DeMontis just passed him in the NBA for career points, rebounds, and assists. Wow, wow, he's very nice. Uh, what do you think about my reserves? I like it a little bit better. I find, like, the East a little bit easier to, like, fend off. Like, you know, like, it doesn't seem as much of a difference. I didn't have too much complaints. But it just seems like a solid... I don't know if LaMelo's in the sophomore game now, too. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I think he has a chance to be both. Maybe he goes for MVP in one of those games. That would be a sick battle between him and Anthony Edwards. Honorable mentions, Kyrie Irving. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, This was actually a bit harder for me. It was Darius Garland from Cleveland or Jalen Brown. Uh, I just think that Boston was kind of not where they should be right now, underperforming a bit. Uh, So Darius Garland, we'll see about Cleveland. All-Star Rising Stars update. Remember how we were talking about the tournament, potential tournament idea? Well, I got it right here. The Clorox Rising Stars game. Fuck. I thought, I thought you were joking. No, that's the, that's the that's best the logo. Yeah, that's the best sponsor, dude. Like, after everything that happened, Clorox, it could have been Purell. The rookies, some of the rookies, Cade Cunningham, he was the number one overall pick. Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Franz Wagner. As for the sophomores, Cole Anthony, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and then our G League players, Marjan Bochamp, Dyson Daniels, Jaden Hardy, Scoot Henderson. The way it's set up, Game 1 is between Team A and Team B, Game 2, Team C, Team D, and then the winner of Game 1, the winner of Game 2. I like it. Yeah, I want to see how it goes. I want to see if it's like well-organized, you know, have this mini-tournament during the All-Star weekend. And I'm hoping they'll play a little bit harder, especially the G Leaguers. You know, like, just because this is going to be their time to shine. You know, like, they're going to get the fucking floor to show all the other teams. You know, like, I know they have scouts at each game, each, like, team that does have an affiliate. But, like, this is perfect. What if you show out and you get fan love? You know, you'll get fan love. What if you get other, like, NBA star love? Like, oh, man, who was this guy? I think that's what the league is hoping for. All right. We're going to stick with Cleveland. We're talking about the All-Star game in Cleveland. Let's talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Are they for real? We mentioned a couple episodes ago that we would talk about them if the Cavs beat the Bucks, and they did. I like the acquisition of Jared Allen. You got Evan Mobley, who's a rookie. Darius Garland. Uh, you had Colin Sexton, who went out for an injury as well. Uh, these are these are legit pieces. Mm-hmm. JB Bickerstaff, he's the head coach, right? Yeah, and you got to remember too the veterans we have on the the bench. Kevin Love, Kevin Love, Rajon Rondo. Rondo. You know, I still don't know if they're for serious, for serious. But a one fifteen to ninety nine win on the defending champs is like it's got to bring up your, your your fucking props. You know, like you got your head has to be high right now because the Bucks were still fully loaded. They had their top three, 
and the Cavs just came in and played. I think they're taking everybody by surprise, and especially me. I, I didn't see this coming. Cleveland, 8-2 and two in their last 10, 31-20, currently sitting at 4th. I don't know, man. With the Cavs looking the way they are, the All-Star game being there, LeBron going back. No, it, that's it, what people are saying. <laughs> that's a conspiracy. That what? It's a basketball theory. It's something out there. I don't know. How would you feel about that? I would, I would only feel angry if the Lakers did decently in the playoffs, but I would understand if we don't even make the playoffs and be like, why did I even come here? You know, and then be like, AD, take the reins finally and do something. Like, I think that would be it. Like, that would probably just be, like, the book end to his career, just the one year, if yeah. he were to leave. All right, let's move on to other NBA news, shall we? The Raptors and the Heat. Man, they had some really good games against each other this week. Raptors went 2-0 and against them. Won in a triple overtime win Saturday night. I didn't tune in when I got the notification when it went to second overtime. But when I went to third, I was like, whoa, I got to check it out now. Uh, very cool. Gary Trent, he had 33 points in each of these games. Uh, cool. Jimmy Butler, he balled too. No, not bad. And like we said, it might be a good game, and it was. It was a pretty close game compared to that, like 110 to 106. Mm-hmm. You know, so good <laughs> shot on them. I'm still, like, rooting for the Heat. I still don't think the, the Raptors are going to really do anything. <laughs> Next up, Charlotte Hornets drop 158 points against the Indiana Pacers. That's no overtime. That's regulation time. Fuck. LaMelo Ball, triple-double. Kelly Oubre, 39 points, 10 threes. So that was sick. Yeah, that's insane right there. Yeah. Anytime to even just put up more than seven. Let's do the injured list. (laughs) Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. We got a lot of people on the injury list. (laughs) Malv, Joe Ingles. And nah. probably <laughs> you, you didn't even have to say anything. Yeah, I just saw your face. I was just like nasty. That was it. That I was my instant see, reaction. I didn't see the replay. Did you see it? Oh, dude, I saw it multiple times. It was disgusting. Just like running, going for the the, the layup, and then somehow his his left leg just looked like it gave out, and then you just see it like it breaks. You know how like it's, the skin still holds the bone. <laughs> You're just like my god, man. And just painful, man. Just fucking painful to watch. Ugh. I can think of two other injuries that this reminds me of. Andrew Bogut, when he, like, bent his elbow the wrong way. I think he was playing for the Bucks at the time. And uh, Paul George. That was, that was nasty. The uh, Team USA scrimmage. You got any others that come to mind? Mine is uh, Kevin Ware from college, Louisville. It was, uh, I believe, the Final Four. Final Four. One of those. One of, yeah, yeah. One, Elite Eight or Final Elite, Four. Elite Eight. You're right, yeah. Elite Eight was in the Elite Eight. But, yeah, when he came down... Again, he just came down on his foot, and you just seen it. The fucking middle of the shin just, ugh. Like, you could do nothing to stop it, bro, because you're, like, just landing on your foot. Like, Joe Ingles, man. Um, well, You said he's a little bit older, but you always said he's a shooter, so there's always looking for shooters. But I think it's just the confidence, you know, like, because even Gordon Hayward after his injury, it felt like he had to take, like, a year That's plus. That's another you know? one. I yeah. forgot about Gordon. Yeah, that one was nasty too in Boston yeah. in the first night. I remember that because it was opening night. Yeah, like, it was. It was that just bad first luck. That just bad. It was his first game as a Celtic. <laughs> yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, that was bad too. You know, so like just like speedy recovery and like you know, hopefully their his mind's like you know this shit just randomly happens. Like there's nothing you can do about it. Definitely, definitely. Shea Gilgis Alexander, Trey Young, Darius Garland. He's out for a little bit. Uh, James Harden was out. LeBron James. Fuck everybody. Everybody's hurt some years. That was a song we were supposed to do for last season for the Lakers. It works this season again. 
Who else do you got? Uh, Beal. Bradley Beal. His wrist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speedy recovery to everybody. Let's get into Pacific Division talk. Man, Malv, I think we got to start with Phoenix. We have to now, bro. We have to give them their respect. Winners of 11 straight. Again. After that game against Brooklyn last night, 40 and 9. Uh, I got a fact here from ESPN. Phoenix became the first team in NBA history to go 8-0 and or better on the road in multiple calendar months in a single season. They remember, they were 16-0 and in November. They went 13-1 and in January. After a crippling finals loss, they come back with the best record in the league. Monty Williams will be coaching Team LeBron in the All-Star game. Uh, and we were talking a little bit about this, like the dark horse MVP candidate that is Chris Paul. Yeah. Oh, that was all me. I was telling you, like, how is he not in MVP talks? People are going to bring up his scores, like, which I know you're going to bring in. It's like a little bit lower, but you're talking about the points per game. Points per game. Yes. But the thing is, look at the intangibles. No offense to Booker and the rest of the guys, but they really needed and need CP3's leadership. We saw that in the finals last year when he wasn't in there for two games. You know how quickly they were just like, oh, shit, what do we do? I feel like he should be at least in contention or in the talks, but I feel like nobody says anything about CP3. Let's move on to the Warriors. Draymond Green, he is joining Turner Sports as an analyst. This is kind of the first deal of its kind for an active player. We're going to get some behind-the-scenes. I don't know. What are we going to get? What do you- well, I feel because he's injured right now, and like the thing I think TNT is doing is just like he – is going to be going with the teams anyways. So at least they're going to have a video crew follow him and, you know, he'll break down plays like he normally does, um, you know, when he's not there during the postseason. But I kind of like this for Draymond. Like, he just started his podcast. I know they're like 10, 15 episodes in recently. Like, me and you were talking about this. He's really, really just, you know, carving a different lane for himself. He's prepping himself already. Are they grooming him for, like, the next era of Inside the NBA? They have to once Chuck is gone. Right, like... uh D Wade, Draymond, uh, Candace Parker. I love Candace Parker. Yeah, the That's Tuesday night TNT. I, I really show. like it. It's a different dynamic. It's a lot younger. I just don't like that one dude. I forget Adam? his name. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond, replace him. Another piece of Warriors news Steph Curry admitted that he was chasing Ray Allen's three point record earlier this season. That could have contributed to a shooting slump he was in. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I don't know. I feel different because. Remember the last time he was chasing something? 73 wins, right? And what happened there? No <laughs> championship. But I feel like they're they're ta- they're blowing this a little bit out of proportion. You know, I feel like maybe he did use up a little bit more energy at the beginning just to get the goal done faster. You know, so maybe he's like trying to get back to it, but he's a fucking elite shooter. Yeah. You know, I feel like this would be different if it went into the playoffs like his slump. I would have done the same. I would have chased 73 <laughs> and this record because, yes, you're right there. You do that. But at the end of the day, the Warriors are still second place in the West. 39-13, and 8-2 and two in their last 10. And guess what? Seven-game win streak. Damn, bro, the Pacific Division has an 11-game win streak and a seven-game win streak. It's tough out here. Very cool, though. Very cool. Let's move on to the next team, the Sacramento Kings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seven-game losing streak. Seven-game losing streak. The Pacific Division has it all. <laughs> Shit, man. We're going to hear those cowbells coming in the distance. All right, all right. Enough Kings talk. Let's go to the Clippers. The eighth seed Clippers, 26-27, and 5-5 five and five in the last 10. 
Ty Lue does not coach to lose, right? And you can see that. It's very evident. Uh, they're fighting. They don't have their best players. It's all these others, and that's what you want to see. Good on them. I'm angry. <laughs> what about the Clippers you hate? They're seen ahead of us. We can't talk about the Clippers without talking about the Lakers because they're playing each other next. Hey, side quest. Side quest. I will be at the Lakers-Clippers game. I'll bring some stickers, some really cool stickers for all of you fans out there listening. Go ahead and hit up the DMs, Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. I think we should talk about the Lakers then now, right? Let's get into it. Malv, sometimes we're right and sometimes we're right. Man, I hate it when I'm right. And I told you, I told you what last episode, you guys go back and hear Check this guy, tape. hear Mowgli be like, you're wrong, Mal. You're I, wrong, Mal. They're going to go four and one, if anything. And I'm a Lakers fan too, but I told you there's something creeping in me. Yeah, dude, they went one and four. Uh, that's not what I wanted to see. Another thing I didn't want to see is not seeing the big three. And that's the major takeaway I have from this like road Another trip. Another time. Another time we don't see the big three. We get AD back, and what do we lose? The best player. The best player, LeBron. (laughs) We lose the king. That's what we lose. LeBron James was absent for all of this road trip, except for the first game in Brooklyn. Knee soreness, uh, it's still lingering. I don't think he's going to be playing against the Clippers. I really do think they're just going to save him for after All-Star break. Yeah, I hope so, too. It's a smart thing to do. Malv, I'm always comparing this current Lakers season to the tumultuous 2012-2013 season. And, Your Honor, I'm going to bring up some more evidence. February 1st, 2013, the Los Angeles Lakers were 21-26. and As of this recording, the 2021-2022 Lakers are 24-27 and on a three-game losing streak, 3-7 and in their last 10 Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles that season from redlining it in meaningless games. And you don't want the same to happen LeBron. So that's why I say rest him. And I agree with it. Like, LeBron is having one of the best seasons in his fucking career, which is fucking insane to say, you know. So we got to hold him. He's, he's already known for, like, you know, being so health conscious. Yeah. And his longevity. Everybody yeah. has to look at that and be like, wow, you're putting so much out and you're still, like, beating the shit out of, like, people, like, 10 years younger than you. Kobe was doing the same thing that 2012-13 season. Remember his nickname, Vino? That's when it came oh, out. Yeah. yeah, dude. he was. They were balling. It's so late in their career. It, it's really cool how they were able to do that. Um, but because we're in, like, playoff contention already, and, like, not necessarily that we are a championship team, but this team could win a championship. They went 1-4, Malv, but can we take anything optimistic? Can we take anything positive from any of these games? We have to. You're right. What did you pick? Okay. Versus the 76ers, it was a tale of two halves. AD can hold up his own against Joel Embiid, who is probably an MVP candidate, right? Oh, he is. Oh, yeah, him and Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that aged pretty well too, right? Like, they, they had a great week, both of those players and their teams. Um, but, yeah, you could see the difference, the size difference of Embiid and, like, the the agility and, like, the brain from AD. It was a really cool battle. You can see the no, strengths. for me, it was, like, the finesse versus, like, the the, the brawn. brawn. That, that was it. You know, Embiid yeah. was, like, putting it down in the post. Like, I know AD scored more than him, and which we love, but, like, Joel Embiid's still fucking putting in work, you know, and you have to watch out for that because I, I didn't believe it, but uh, I'm coming on the, the fucking train that you started, like, it might be the return of the big men coming soon. I told you. <laughs> what did I say? But what one thing I did love that that was the one like shining moment is AD coming back with confidence 
After you, that fall, no. Well, the, before that, that that was what I was scared of. Yes, right when we saw him fall, like Mr. Glass, what you call him? I call him Mr. Glass. Like, dude, right when he fell, he landed, tried to hold himself with his hand, and then you just see him bring up and like, oh my god, you're fucking kidding me, bro. You're fucking kidding me. Don't tell me you just shattered your wrist. You know, now we lose LeBron and him. But no, no, no. Good thing he went out for a bit, got it taped up, finished the game. Sucks that we lost, but like, we need that energy, like. Same with Westbrook during the Charlotte game. Like, he came through and put in work, but we fucking lost still. But what we need is, like, that to channel both those energies all in the same game. You know, like, just in the same game. Not, like, really have that guy go off here, that guy go off here. Because it's a fucking team sport. We should mention that Michael Jordan was pissed at Russell Westbrook. (laughs) Westbrook had 35 points, 16 in the fourth. Crazy-ass threes. Uh, I think he should have passed to Carmelo, but... You have to give it to him. This yes. is the one you have to give it to him. We were talking shit about him taking these horrible shots, but when you're the star of the game and it's teetering on there, like you have to let him go for it because he's the one who brought you to this point. Like, I agree. He brought you to the brink of winning. As for Atlanta, uh, they were leading going in the fourth, and they lost. That's not good. Trey Young, he balled. Uh, Malik Monk, he did have 33, so that was great for my fantasy okay. team. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest Lakers issues this season. Mal, if you can only pick two to correct. Shooting, team defense, or health? Easy. Got to be the shooting and defense. Most of them don't have the defensive like light going. And like that's fucking frustrating, especially when we always hear, Frank Vogel is a defensive coach. He's a defensive coach. Everybody's going to, you know, take their ego down and, you know, play a different way. It's like fucking defense wins championships. Like put some fucking effort in there. Especially when games you know you should be winning. That's just what's more frustrating. That's why I choose team defense and health. You talked about Vogel. What's his status? Is he on the hot seat? He was, but then I remember what they said. They, he was getting evaluated game by game. Well, we fucking lost four. So I guess he's not on the hot seat. He still has the job. He still has the job, but LeBron wasn't there. So it's just like he can't get a fair shot. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. As for the front office, you know, I don't hear anything about the trade deadline. It's coming up. What are you hearing? Nothing. For any team as well, I, right? Well, really, for that, all I've been hearing, like, speculation, but it's kind of like those 2K trades, you know? Like, infinite three-team, four teams, but right, what can we do? What can we do with Westbrook's contract? It, it's going to be a miracle, and no lie, guys, if it does happen, if they come out with a super trade, I'm going to be fucking surprised. I want to see what they come up with because you know it has to be infinite packages, future picks, just... Ugh, infinite scrambles between teams. I think I've been saying this, Malv. As long as LeBron James is healthy, the Lakers have a legitimate shot of getting to the finals. You've already seen a head coach get fired midseason. That was when David Blatt was replaced mm. by Ty Lue, and they went on to win the championship. We also see these crazy midseason acquisitions and trades that happened. That happened in 2018. He ended up in the final in both of those. So, uh... Yeah, Cleveland. What's going on there, right? They're built different, I guess. Something in the water. Right? It's the lead. It's the lead. <laughs> what do you expect against Clippers? It's going to be a close game. I'm going to tell you that. I think so as well. It's going to be close, and I hope, I'm hope i hoping for a win. It better be a win. AD has to come through. I'm hoping Westbrook does something. And uh, but they need a win. We can't have the seventh seed Clippers. You know, because when the play-in tournament happens, like, you can't have that. They're going to have fucking confidence going in, knowing that they're still winning without their two stars. Like, you know they're boosting. We're here, we're talking about our stars, like, 
each of them here coming in and out. They truly don't have both their number two stars. All right. Well, a couple more things before we go. The NBA standings. Let's go ahead and check out the Western Conference. We mentioned it. Pacific Division. Phoenix. Golden State. Memphis at three. 35 and 18. Six and four in their last ten. Utah. Man, I think they're going to slide a little bit. Hope so. Too many. (laughs) Right? Too many injuries. Uh, 30 and 21, though. Dallas fifth. Denver sixth. Minnesota seven. And Clippers eight. As for the East. Chicago number one. Philadelphia, number two, Miami, three, Cleveland, four, five, six, seven, eight is Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Toronto. Wow, Boston and the Lakers are literally kind of like mirroring each other right now, right? Who is underperforming more? Lakers. I think it's Boston. We have so much expectation as Laker fans and Laker community. Like, you have built stars. You should have at least 15 more wins. But when the I've talent told, is there. But I've told you, the Celtics have been on a downward spiral, bro. Like, they, they just, there's something happening. There's something in their water that's not making them click on all cylinders. Because what do we have earlier in the seasons? There were games where Jalen Brown went fully out. Then there's games where Tatum fucking balls nasty. You know, but it just feels like they aren't clicking on levels. Speaking of not clicking on all levels, I want to talk about Julius Randle and the Knicks. I saw this little clip going around social media. It was Obi Toppin. He goes for a layup and he falls. Julius Randle just looks at him. He doesn't even, he turns away. He doesn't even help him up. Two other Knicks go over there and help him. That's bad body language. That is not the way you conduct yourself. Uh, after the season you had last year, it doesn't look like he wants to be there. It was a fluke. That's why. Is it? I told you last season in the playoffs. I had the perfect I nickname for him, like- man. He was going to be the rascal. The playoffs, though. I told you right when I was like, it's just a fake. They didn't do anything. He didn't come and perform. And like it, it waned down to this season. And he's probably hearing it from all the fans too. You know, like New York is, I hear it's pretty rough out there. As a former Laker, Julius, you need to step it up a bit more, man. Speaking of former Lakers, Mal, did you see Brandon Ingram get ejected? No. Uh, he was good? He was like, ah, he swatted. I think he was old teammate, Frank Jackson. He's like, ah, and he bends down for him and then he just, Toss him for that. For unsportsmanlike conduct? Yeah. He's a thug. (laughs) Man, I would have loved to see Ingram in Charlotte. I think he would have been cool there. You always say that. I always say say that. that. Never know. Yes. All right, and the last thing before we go, NBA games that stick out to us. Malv, what are you looking forward to watching this week? I'm looking forward to Sunday's game, the 76ers versus the Bulls. I kind of want to see this game. I want to see how Embiid rolls, and I want to see how, like, Zach Levine and them do Against this type of match. Like, we're getting closer to the end of the season. Um, I'm assuming these games count a little bit, right? They have to. <laughs> this, this is actually, this could potentially be an uh, Eastern Conference Finals preview. Uh, I'm going to stick with Philly. I want to see them play the Suns next Tuesday, February 8th. And that's a potential Finals matchup. <laughs> exactly, right? Another game, Friday, February 11th. Kind of ahead in the schedule, but Timberwolves, Bulls. You got Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards going against Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. I'd love to see it. Well, I hope that cat stays a cat, bro. You hope that cat stays in the bag? Bye. <laughs> I like that one. All right. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will ya? 
at malv underscore n underscore Mowgli. Go ahead and hit us up in the DMs if you want some sick stickers and you're going to be at the Lakers-Clippers game or around the downtown area. Malv, anything else before we go? Yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to one bright and shining star, you know, who decided to retire this weekend. And uh, that's my boy, Tom Brady, bro, retired. He's out. I know this is basketball, but, like, one goat in another sport, you got to show respect, man. What are some of your best Brady moments? Um, you know, just winning. Straight winning. That's what we do best. Seven-time Super Bowl champion. Five-time Super Bowl MVP. The Brady rule, that's one of my... <laughs> the Brady rule, the tuck rule. Dude, Brady is sick. I cheered for him and I rooted against him. Uh, probably the best time I rooted for him was when they beat the Seahawks. Yeah, I think that's what I respect about Tom Brady too, especially even this last uh, game between the Rams. Like he comes back from... He could have potentially won that. And that's kind of like the Mamba mentality, you know, like these goats have. It's like, yeah, we're down 21. Doesn't mean I can't win. Let's just keep going. Let's see. The comeback he had against the the Falcons in the Super Bowl? Shit, dude. I was rooting for Atlanta just because I have family over there. But I was like, no way. He really came back in the biggest stage. Uh, Epic career. Epic career. Congratulations. Hire us. (laughs) 